Friday night, let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. With Matt and John, and Mike and Bill, I almost forgot that other Matt too. All right, so welcome to Friday Night Games. Uh, today- what up, what up? Hey, so today <laughs> there's only two of us, so a little different. We Today it's, it's myself, Matt, and... And John. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about um, some solo games we've been playing during isolation. So we're... I was alone. I was all by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't been getting together to play, so kind of, you know, it's kind of been a lot, lot more lonely. You know, I, yeah. I miss you, John. Just wanted to say that. No, I miss you, too. At least we could do this. This is something I look forward to every week yeah i enjoy podcasting uh yeah. we love to you know do this for a living so if you uh, spread the word and get more listeners maybe we could but somehow i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> don't quit uh, our day jobs all right cool <laughs> so uh john what games have you been playing while you've been in oh uh, we've well, been iso let's just we'll short form it iso what am i doing what am i doing during iso uh, as far as just uh, games that I've played solo, I've played uh, Welcome to Your Perfect Home. Um, I've played Coffee Roaster and uh, the DC deck building, uh, one of the Crisis expansions, which was pretty cool. And uh, and then I played a new game called Gearworks Solo, which was pretty sweet. That's, that's quite a bit there. Which I know. Wh- <laughs> Which ones? Uh, which ones are really long? Like, which ones were the longest ones you played? Uh, they're actually pretty quick. Uh, the DC deck building one probably took the longest, and then probably Gearworks, then Coffee Roaster, then Welcome Home. Uh, I'm kind of sad about Welcome Home because I kind of wanted to play that with you because you got yeah. it, you got it, and I was like, oh, I was, I was looking forward to actually playing that. But hey, man, <laughs> welcome to 2020. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? It reminds me of a, a meme I saw. It was like 2020, the apocalypse, or the this is what we thought the apocalypse would look like, and like everyone's in rags, wandering around with guns, trying to find shelter. <laughs> and they're like, "This is what it really is like." It's like a South Park clip with the guy on the couch playing video games. <laughs> uh, I've seen one that it's like the dude from uh, The Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? Just hanging out, or just playing? Just standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Put me in a coffee can. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Gearworks. I've never heard of that game. Uh, what's what's it, that about? Yeah. So Gearworks was a game that uh, was sent to me uh, last week by uh, the creator uh, Kirk Dennison, I think his name is, uh, from Peacekeeper Games. He put a post out on. I think we mentioned it in one of our previous episodes. Um, he put a post out on Facebook saying. Uh, that uh, he was looking to spread some love and, you know, his company wanted to send some free games out. And so I reached out to him and uh, he sent me uh, Gearworks since I was uh, the game that his their Canadian uh, warehouse had in stock. Uh, so I wasn't really didn't really know what to expect. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's free game. That's cool. I'll, I'll take it and play it out. Uh, when I actually got the package, I was actually really, really blown away by it. So. I was just expecting the base game. Yeah, why, why, what made it, what blew you away, what knocked you yeah, out? Yeah, so um, I was just expecting the uh, the base game, um, but I was also, they sent me the, uh, like, premium pieces, so the playmat, 
and uh, and like wood tokens uh, or, or wood gears, I should say, Ooh. Um, to play. So I actually think the game would be a lot worse if I didn't have that play mat. Sorry, why? Why do you think that? Yeah, so I, th- I feel like the play mat kind of ties the theme of the game into it. So like um, it's got like a steampunk theme to it right so as if i didn't have the play mat i would just have to play it on my table and lay it out in the grid that you lay it out in um and i feel like it, w- it wouldn't have given me the same aesthetic feel to it describe to me the art yeah well it's very steampunky uh, <laughs> so basically I'll, I'll describe the game to you and it's kind of just it'll kind of describe the art i guess so it's like a puzzle game, um, and basically you are a tinkerer in your workshop, and you're trying to fix this uh, mysterious clockwork machine. Um, and doing so, you have to lay cards down on the table, and it's in like a grid. I played solo, so I think it's like a four by uh, a five by four grid or something like that. And um, basically, you're trying to control the columns and the rows. So the more more columns and rows that you have control over at the end of the round, you get those parts. And basically, you at the start of the game, you deal out one contraption card, but you don't get you don't see what it is. So you're collecting parts without knowing what you actually need. And then at the end of the at the end of the round, you can flip up and you know earn your points that way. And hopefully that you got the right parts to build the contraption that you've been that you you have in your uh, the corner of your thing. So it's actually pretty cool. So like as you collect parts you're trying to build a contraption. So you're building like little contraptions that make the big contraption. The game the game's kind of like it's hard to explain this way but uh so you there's a contraption card that you deal to yourself at the beginning of the uh the game. What you're when you're playing against the AI in the game, you're you're actually uh the story is that one of your contraptions has come to life and you're trying to beat beat it. In, in points so once you earn uh you can take control this is where they i think it's funny in the description of the game they say it's a twist on area control so but twist is in quotations um, for gears in, i get it for oh, the gears yeah i was like that that's cool. hilarious that's clever Ooh. so basically every time you lay a card in a row in a row or a column or whatever um you have to twist the gear to your color so that shows that you're in control of it um and the goal is to be in like you know keep yourself in control as long as you can and you have to put the the cards in a grid so um the columns have to be no two color cards can be in the same column and the rows are uh they the numbers have to be in ascending or descending order so when you're playing as the the ai um once you flip their cards like you have to make sure that you can play in properly and all that stuff so it's actually like it's pretty it's random this the solo game which is cool and it's actually very difficult i don't want to say beat but like you know, you pull up a placement where you can put this card in and it's like, oh, that's where I wanted to go. But, you know, you have to play that the the solo, the AI card there type thing. So it gets a little frustrating, but it's pretty cool. But anyway, so at the end of the round, there's three rounds. If you're in control of the column or row, you get that part. And then basically, um, then you flip over the contraption and then you see if any of the parts that you've gathered uh, build that contraption. And then if you can build it, you earn more points. But you still get points for the parts you collected anyway. So how'd you do? Uh, I did pretty good. I actually beat it. Uh, how many playthroughs? Which was cool. You, oh, you, did you only do one, or did you do like a couple? Uh, I played three. I played three games. Okay. Yeah. So how long did each game uh, take you? Uh, about thirty minutes. Oh, that's not minutes. bad. So like an hour and a half, two hours with learn yeah. with learning. Learning took you. 
20 minutes. Yeah, about, fi- about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. that's pretty I would, sweet. I just watched like a video playthrough. Thought it was really played really well. Um, it wasn't hard to learn. And like the AI story was cool. So basically you're, you're playing against this contraption called the Leviathan that you built and it came to life and it's trying to, I figured if it's trying to like destroy your, it's trying to build up like more contraptions or something like that than you are. Had a little cool, cool story to it. And then, uh, I don't know, I had a really good time playing it. And I think, you know, I was very grateful that the, the creator really wanted to spread some love and send some games out. So hopefully a bunch of people got this game to play and uh, they support his business uh, or his company from here on out. So that was Gearworks by Peacekeeper Game. Yes. That's really Peace cool. Peace spelled like game piece. Yeah. Not uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we tried to look it up one week. We could not yeah, figure yeah, yeah. out what it was. But. And then, yeah, so if you're playing with... Um, uh, other other players uh you're kind of fighting for your, your control of the board to build your contraptions and stuff like that so and there's different ways in the game to earn points uh or sorry there's um there's tokens called sparks so you can use those you can spend sparks to uh like get more cards in your hand or um lay cards on top of other cards if you if you can't play in in a grid in on the grid and there's a cool thing called tinkering. So if you lay a card down, you take a look at the the nearest card in the column and row. And, and so say if I laid uh, a six down and I laid it underneath a two and beside a four, um, as long as those two cards either add or subtract to equal the total of my card, I get sparks as like points for it. So you, that there's there's really good strategy there to to earn those sparks and get more points i feel like for a game that seems simple there's a lot of depth i mean there's something to say there right when when a game is easy to learn but hard to master those are the games people like playing right right so no that's cool it's very cool yeah so the the artwork is kind of um kind of similar to like the artwork you would see um from like leonardo da vinci's like invention sketches that he did so oh yeah yeah i know i've seen the (coughs) da vinci sketches yeah no it's super cool so like everything everything was like that like all the all like the uh contraption art was kind of was like that which was really cool um and then all like the the game pieces and stuff were just like um pieces that you would look in like a steampunk type feel like you know like a iron like a metal glove a top um, hat like Sh- boots gear uh, gear keys <laughs> yeah propellers and stuff like that that's so. cool it's cool yeah it was cool so uh who would you recommend the game to um you know i feel like we would we would like it to play it as a group um, yeah, i definitely want to give know, it anyone... a shot like at a solo mode you know i definitely want to play it with you or something but yeah. hopefully soon I'd, maybe maybe i can drop it off at your house or something play it yeah do an exchange Let's give it a show yeah <clears throat> and then uh yeah i'm not i was gonna try to play it with my wife to kind of get the uh comparison between uh solo and um competitive mode but um i didn't get a chance to so yeah, so I played I played Gearworks and it was it was good. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. So good shout out to Peacekeeper yeah. Games and Gearworks. So, what about you? So what have you been playing? Oh, <laughs> computer programming. But <laughs> I have gotten in some games. Um, I got in. A, I actually finished Aeon's End Legacy before this all happened, which you ended up getting some stuff from me uh, mm-hmm. right before <clears throat> uh, the ISO happened. Um, and I also played Architects. I played that. I have the game, but I also played it on Tabletopia to kind of see the the difference between it. I played uh, a little bit of One Deck Dungeon, which I haven't played in a while. 
And uh, the last game I ventured into was before the, the whole epidemic. I actually got the Root expansion, which allowed for single player. So I cool. tried that out <laughs> many, that many, <laughs> many times. Wow. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know, I know our playthrough was hilarious. Well, okay. We played as a group in the summertime. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about that and then we'll get into the river folk expansion which i played right so yeah. first of all i uh i have okay so when we played what did you find kind of what did you what did you think of it we only played it once and it was like a long time ago but what did you think of it oh yeah yeah i feel like it's ingrained in my brain i'm just kidding <laughs> um well i remember you 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 we had us over we're like hey this is gonna be one of those kind of like day long long games we're not day long but like prepare to play a long game mm-hmm. and you know we went down to your basement and you had like you showed us four rule books <laughs> and i was like okay and i know like each what are they factions each faction kind of has their own set obviously has their own set of rules and what they can do right and it plays blah 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 completely different from every faction so one faction is right. different than another so you know you had explained kind of every what we were all doing and then i feel like the playthrough was fine uh, it was just very slow to like get started because we were all trying to figure out like, oh, what can I do? And then I remember just like at one point just being able to quickly earn all my points. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever, blah. I'm because I played what the Vag- vagabond, yep. is that what it's mm-hmm. called. So I was able to kind of like infiltrate every faction, not infiltrate, but like you had. I forget if I can like share spaces or I can like befriend right factions to like gain trust and and items points and yeah stuff you like get items, items through trading and stuff mm-hmm. yep but i missed a rule somewhere <laughs> Ex- where Ex- I, I wasn't i was collecting too much stuff which was making my character too powerful um and that's why i kind of just like blew past everybody and ended up winning in quotation marks that game right and then when, when we got called out on like was it twitter by letter like, games yeah, you guys are you guys <laughs> yeah by letter games you guys are playing that wrong <laughs> <laughs> we're like well jokes on you we play everything wrong yeah <laughs> well um yeah so okay so first of all i'm just going to give a little bit of tips to to start off if you're actually going to play root and you're you know you're going to be the person who's going to do that um i think the what we did wrong was that i learned all the rules i think that right. was wrong because i was playing my own faction we we're all playing our own factions if we were to do it again you know, everyone who's playing needs to pick a faction almost ahead of time, which is kind of crazy, and then learn the rules yeah. to that faction ahead of time. Because if you don't, it's just going to be – it's going to take forever. Cause it, right. So the game, in my opinion, isn't actually that complicated. It's complicated because every faction has different rules, and that affects the game. And, yeah, it'd be right. nice to know all the rules, and that's where mastery of the game comes in. You know, you, you know what everyone can do. But like it, you know, you're not, how often do you play this game? You know, it's 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 a game that if you're gonna play, you're gonna play every week, right? And to me, it's it's like a it's a glorified version of Risk. Like it's just it's just really is. It's just Risk. Yeah. It's just like a shorter. It's actually a shorter version of Risk. If you play it properly, it's it's not actually that long. It's like an hour. Um, and it but everyone has all these rules, so it's kind of hard to like. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to get the rounds going because when you first start, everyone's got to learn all their rules and it takes forever. Right. Yeah. So that's how we went wrong. <laughs> so if you're, if you're, if you never played root or you want to do it properly, I would definitely recommend handing out, you know, 
the rule set to everybody, which all the rules are online. And I don't yep. actually, so we did the quick start learning and I actually don't agree with that. I think go to the, there's like this lawyer manual. It has like, it literally has like, you know, has a lawyer document like 1.2.1 is this 2.1. This is definitions. That's actually the better rule book. Cause that rule. Oh really? Yeah. Because that rule book actually gives you the specifics where the other one doesn't. I kind of get it. Like the, the learn the, the quick start was just to kind of get people into it, but there's so many rules that you need to know. You probably should just read that rule book. <laughs> okay. That's my thoughts. And then it actually gives a very good outline on how all the classes work. So anyway, so I bought the Riverfolk expansion hoping that I could play it solo. Right? Because it right. actually offers two more expansions. It offers the Lizard Folk and the River Folk. Uh, the Lizard Folk are kind of like mage-like characters. They, When your characters die, you can make more characters. It's really cool. I'm not going to get into everything. Uh, the River Folk are like traders. And then it introduces a AI called the Mechanical Marquis. So very, okay. very cool. I actually played uh, a two-player game uh, against the Mechanical Marquis with the Alliance and the Lizard Folk. And I had a blast. I had a blast okay. because we were co-oping. So the goal, so the normal goal of the game is to get to 30 points. With, uh, with the co-op both players have to get the 30 points before the AI does. Okay. And I thought it was so much fun just coordinating with, with my partner and even doing little things like setting up traps. So I was the Alliance and you can like, kill, like I was actually killing my partner on purpose, attacking his stuff on purpose so that I can get, so that we can bait the mechanical AI. Okay. And it actually like worked out really good. And we had like a fun, like it was hard and we had a fun time playing it. Nice. But so that was before I played solo, and then I realized, <laughs> and then I realized, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think happened? We played oh, played it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we played it completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, we we missed. <laughs> oh yeah, we we screwed up the setup on the mechanical marquee and we were like you're only supposed to reveal one card at a time but we revealed all five and then oh, okay. so like mechanical marquee actually sets up across the whole map but we actually only set up in a corner and so we're revealing okay. all five cards of his hand and it was just like banana like at one point there's like 20 men like on the area coming towards us right like <laughs> it's just like should not be happening so when i went to go play it solo I started doing the same rules I played in the two-player game, and I found the game, like, really hard. And right. I'm like, well, am I doing something wrong? So, again, I was playing the uh, Woodland Alliance versus M Mechanical Marquis, um, and I was just like, I cannot win. So I just kind of got fed up, and I started looking up the rules, and I'm like, oh, first of all, I'm setting up Mechanical Marquis wrong. <laughs> Second of all, I'm <clears throat> I'm I'm playing the Woodland Alliance properly, like I I was playing it properly, but if it, I actually found out from the internet that the Woodland Alliance has never won a game versus the Mechanical Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> is it just impossible yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then so i started looking in the rules so like when you draw a card um let's say it's like the rabbits right and there's like three or three spots of rabbits on the board you're supposed to put and it has like a build cost you're supposed to put rabbits the build cost on all the rabbit spaces 
And I noticed the board was filling up like crazy really fast, right? So I'm like, I don't know, this doesn't make any sense. So I started looking into that too because it, I was l drawing all five cards at once. So I was like basically mm -hmm. adding characters all at once. Like there's, there's, I was just getting steamrolled. Like the games are only like 10 minutes, right? Right. So I started looking it up and I found a game, like a playthrough of how it actually is supposed to go. And then you're like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. So then I played that too and it was still too hard. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I I modified the rules. I start, I, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll take away all mechanical marquees placed pieces and only start them in the corner. Only one thing started in the corner. And then I, then I beat it too easily. So I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so then i just kind of like made up my own rules <laughs> <laughs> which i just like house rules yeah so so instead of when you pull a rabbit and the build costs two you're supposed to put like two rabbits everywhere i just said i'm only going to put the two builded rabbits on the lowest value space so okay. instead of putting it on every rabbit space i only put it on one and it's the lowest so that way the units kind of fight through and and honestly like once i did that it kind of balanced out for uh me versus the ai like a single player versus the ai and it was yeah. and i had a blast and i thought the game was awesome very balanced after that too <laughs> like i'm like this, this is great right so yeah and that was only that was only my 10th time playing so i finally figured it out after okay. 10 times playing <laughs> there you go perfect and you still have to modify the rules yeah <laughs> Well, I went and looked it up too, and and um, they're coming out with a Clockwork expansion, which is kind of a more balanced version of the AI. And I also okay. found out that people release their own versions of the AI uh, via Board Game Geek, so you can actually get a separate play mat that tells you how to AI. They 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 find it more fair, like a more fair version of the AI. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, so you're not the only one with that problem. No, everyone has a problem with it, but but okay. I mean, true to root. Root's not a game. You know what? Honestly, like, t think about it. It took me 10 times, 10 playthroughs solo to figure out how to play the game properly. And every time I played it, I had a question. So this game is right. just a never-ending learning <laughs> game, right? Like, I'm never, I'm never going to be, never, like, I have to keep playing it to get good at it. That's never going to happen. Right. And then every faction has its own rules, which you could screw up. Right. <laughs> so imagine like the you know when we four of us sat down to play the game of course we're gonna screw it up because you have to keep learning how to play the game and and honestly once i actually figured out the rules i'm like oh this game only plays about half an hour by myself okay so it's like a half an hour per person so two people an hour three people hour and a half you know yeah nice and uh i love it yeah, i would love i love it i yeah, actually I would love, love to play it, it again oh man so. i can't wait to you know what when you get you know when all this is done and over with me and you are going to play the ai and we'll play against each other too and i have a blast playing it like it is actually a very good game it is so good i just you know you have to keep playing it though highly recommend it though highly recommend it just kind of it's don't expect to play it right <laughs> ever i don't read the rules so <laughs> just wing it <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, I I feel like you know when I when I go to play games, I think I'm a like I said I'm a very visual learner, so I always watch a video playthrough anyway. Uh, it helps me get get going in the game, so because uh, I can't learn from reading. Yeah, uh, that's what I'd recommend anyway. Because <laughs> I just gave up at one point. I read it, but then I'm like, I need to watch how the mechanical marquee actually play out. I figure it out, but and also I actually yeah. like. 
was like after that i'm like oh i actually do want to buy the clockwork expansion because because is it out yeah uh ships in may so it actually ships very soon okay but it's just like wow this actually these like this game is really cool i wish i had more time to play it so it'd make a very good video game if they made it to a video game yeah for sure so speaking of solo games and playing solo games, um, I know we haven't really had a chance to talk about it, but when we were at PAX South back in January, we met a game designer named Liberty from uh, Lightheart Games who gave us her game Cristallo, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That game uh, reminded me a lot of, uh, what's that Nintendo game? It's like on every Game Boy. S- S- Super Mario? <laughs> uh yeah (laughs) super mario world no (laughs) no 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 no. tetris reminds me of tetris tetris i don't know why Uh, like when i play it it just reminds me of tetris the way like pieces line up and stuff oh pieces love yeah yeah i i only played it once and i did not beat it and uh, i feel like that uh is is a general theme like it's a very hard game so i actually played it uh six times Okay. I could not beat it. I actually got to the last boss because it's it's a two part game. You know, you have to like basically make you line up your cubes to get all the crystals, and once you do that, then you go to the second phase where you fight the boss with whatever's left over. Yeah. And I could not. I could not beat it. I've been to the second boss like three times. The other seven, I couldn't even get there. I'm, I'm not good at the game, obviously, or I'm playing it wrong, which is probably the theme of our show. but i got to the second boss and i just couldn't like fit the pieces together at all and i'm like i don't know what to do and actually so on one of them i was so close that i kind of got upset i actually said you know what? i'm gonna reset this and i started like playing around with the pieces i had left to see if i could beat i couldn't even beat it so so there's like a there's kind of like two phases to it you got to figure out how to get to that second phase and you need the right combination of pieces to get to beat the boss so like you almost need to beat the game with an like because you can beat it with a lot more pieces so you there's like a minimum number of pieces you can get to get to the boss but you can actually get extra ones if you do better right. at the game so e- i don't know even i think i might have had an extra one or two and that's why i did so well but it seems like you have to do really good on the first phase of the game which yeah that's from my my playing and watching like video playthroughs that's basically the same the same thing but it's, I, I think the game is gorgeous like it's got really cool artwork uh the crystal pieces are nice oh, nice produ- colors and stuff like that yeah production's production's top notch uh, you know the game is actually pretty top notch too because it's so simple it's it's yeah. not hard at all it's very straightforward too so it's, it's just sorry i shouldn't say it's not hard it's hard but it's not hard to, to learn the game the game you can learn right. in like five minutes to actually do well <laughs> that's when the game's hard one of those easy to learn hard to master games there you go yeah, and that <laughs> and actually the game's pretty cool. It's like only like a ten minute game. It's like a ten minute right. game, and you could play it anywhere. And that's what's cool. That's what's cool out of like a lot of the solo games I see too. They're they're quick, right? You know, and even like a game like Coffee Roaster, it seems like it takes a long time to play, but really you're playing like three, ten, fifteen minute games for for like one big game because the game you have to roast three different types of coffee. Each time you roast a coffee, you're kind of playing your own separate game, which is really cool. Uh, so that's another game that's was quick, easy to learn, but it's hard to master as well. And I was playing it wrong. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we're all, yeah, obviously you were. 
Hey, there's a lesson learned here too. The lesson I feel is that if you think a game is too easy or too hard, immediately stop. <laughs> Go to the internet <laughs> and then just look up what you're doing wrong. Right? Right. right. <laughs> or just, you know, read the read the rules first. Well, I know. I <laughs> Hey, you know me. I read the rules all the time and I still can't get anything right. But that just could be because my brain is small. What do you think? Eh. <laughs> Eh. Why not say anything? Some rule, some rules, some rule books. <laughs> Why are, didn't you are, uh, acknowledge that? <laughs> I don't know. Some rule books are uh, are not laid out very well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's a va- that's valid. No, that's me. <laughs> no, just it, I guess it's just like learning. You know, it's hard. It's hard. You can never get everything right on right away. That's the real truth. You know, and that's right. why people play video games because a video game is a is a world with a system, and, this, and you know you're not in control of the rules. The rules are already there; you already play them. Right. So, uh, I do have a question for you, though. Yeah, go for it. And I feel like it's uh, it might be a popular opinion right now, especially because of the the ISO and everyone being quarantined mm. and all that stuff. But uh, when you purchase games now, do you look for that solo feature? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I feel like before the whole ISO thing, I was looking for games with solo features for the reason that um, if I'm going to teach the game to everyone in our group, I can play it solo to understand the rules and mechanics. And then once I understand it myself, then I could teach it better to the rest of you. It's really hard to get a game and and try to, like, play it with everyone when, you know, you're you're playing it for the first time. So, like, when there was a game that wasn't, uh, single player I would just play it you know I'd play it as, as two or three people to try and figure it out but at the same time it's not as fun but now that I have a lot of single player games or I've been buying a lot of single player games it's a lot more entertaining for me because then I could just sit down and play it at the end of the night you know right or, or the other guys in our group will play a video game where I'm like hey I want to I don't know why I'm like punishing myself but I want to ch- fire my brain and learn rules <laughs> and then you know play a game right so maybe it's because i want to get off the computer i'm on the computer i work on a computer for my for my day job so i don't always want to be on it right that is fair yeah so that's my reasoning what about you what about you what's your answer to that question i feel like more more so now yeah um i think a lot of i look for a lot of two i notice like a lot of board games are three or more players um, so I look for a lot of games now that are two player cause I just play with like at home. I play with my wife. Right. So once you have that three player game, it's hard. We have a lot of three player games. So it's like, Oh, we can't play this mm. at all. Like I remember like buying Catan like eight, nine years ago. Oh, such a good purchase. And like, <laughs> honestly, I played that game, uh, once with you guys. I haven't even played it with Brandon. Oh, really? Because uh, it's three or more players. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like. <laughs> Now, now that I'm, you know, buy more games and stuff like that, I just I look for that two or solo uh, player game, just so I can introduce something new to my wife and also be able to play. So I still want to tackle Everdell solo. Yeah, you should. I mean, which uh, which is my my next my goal for this 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 isolation. Is that is um, that tackle that? Is that solo out of the box or is that solo with an expansion? Uh, out of the box. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah, such a good game. You can buy. Yeah, you can buy um you can buy like a mini mini card pack that has like meeples for the uh or like not, not a card but like a like a pack that has meeples for the uh the solo player so you can like physically see what where 
where they're going and stuff like that, which is really cool. Hmm. Um, but they don't ship it to Canada, so I can't I can't get. Uh, it. I would say ship it to me, but uh, unfortunately, I'm trapped in Canada. So, yep, yep. <laughs> ISO baby. <laughs> Do you have any solo um, bucket lists in your game collection? Yeah. So for my bucket list. Um, Honestly, I have like a couple of games I haven't played. They're a little lengthier. The rules are a little longer. Um, so you have my Aeon Zen Legacy, but I actually bought the latest Aeon Zen. Not the one that was on Kickstarter recently, but the New Age. So I want to play that. But I actually wanted to play that with people. I didn't mean to buy it to play by myself. I meant to buy it to play yeah. with the group. But it is a solo game, so I, I can play it. But unfortunately, I really want to play it with the rest of you because it's such a great game. I wanted to introduce right. it to everyone, which I think everyone would just love it. Um, and then uh, I have a couple bigger games. Uh, Scythe is one. Spirit Island is another one. The Magnificent and Tapestry. Those are all bigger games that are, you know, they're going to take me an hour or so to learn. And they're going to take me several playthroughs to master. And and I and honestly, they were great because I have them and I could play the single player to kind of get used to them so that I could teach the rest of you. So that, right. you know, that's one. So I was looking forward to doing that. But, you know, obviously ISO and everything. So it'll probably wait till after. There'll probably be like several podcasts on each of those, especially because some yeah. of them are fantastic. Like Spirit Island is one of the top games. Scythe and Tapestry are both Stonemaier games, but those are also the top games. The Magnificent I picked up a long time ago. I just haven't had time to play. And then there's one other game that I really like, uh, Shards of Infinity, which is a deck builder made by the people who make uh, Ascension. So that was a sure nice. sweet single-player game. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun playing it single-player. They have like good rules for it, and uh, it was hard. It was actually really tough. So I played it like five times, and I beat it once. So it's really that's another game I'd actually like to play with everybody, but can't <laughs> can't have everything. <laughs> There's also a lot of games I want to replay on my shelf, but you know maybe one day. Right. Cool. Yeah. So thanks for telling me about your your epic root. <laughs> You're welcome. Experience uh, again. Part two. No, no. I think I think uh, I think I want to give it a I want to give it a try. I th- I really liked playing the game when we played. I know it was a little little bit weird with the rules and stuff like that but i had a lot of fun so i would like to play it again like i said i almost bought it yeah and uh yeah and i'll let you borrow gearworks i think strategy wise that game is awesome and then i think playing it in a co a co-op setting would be would be really cool too the 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 ai is cool because uh the randomness of it but uh playing competitively against it would be uh would be a lot of fun so cool yeah all right, so if you like what you hear, don't forget to uh, like us up on our social medias at uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And check us out again at uh, www.fridaynightgames.com. Get all our latest reviews and podcasts there. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.